0: Monster Calls, Chapter 26, A 100 Years Connor's grandma stepped outside of his mum's hospital room. "'Aren't you coming in?' Connor asked. She shook her head. "'I'll be down in the waiting room,' she said, and left him to enter on his own. He had a sour feeling in his stomach at what he might find inside. He never pulled him out of school before, not in the middle of the day, but even when she was hospitalised last Easter, questions raced through his mind, questions to be ignored. He pushed open the door, fearing her worst, but his mum was awake, her bed in a sitting up position. What's more, she was smiling, and for a second, Connor's heart leapt. The treatment must have worked, the tree must have healed, her. But the monster had done it then he saw that the smile didn't match her eyes she was happy to see him but she was frightened too and sad and more tired than he'd ever seen her she was saying something and they wouldn't have pulled him out of school to tell him she was feeling a little bit better hi son she said and when she said it her eyes filled and he could hear the thickness in her voice. Connor could feel himself slowly starting to get very, very angry. Come here, she said, tapping the bed cover next to her. He didn't sit there, though, stomping instead into a chair next to her bed. How are you doing, sweetheart, she asked. Her voice faint, her breath even shakier than it had been yesterday. There seemed so to be... More tubes, invading her today, giving her medicines and air, and who knows what else. She wasn't wearing a scarf, and her head was bare and white in the room's fluorescent lights. Connor felt an almost irresistible urge to find something to cover it. Protect it, before anyone saw how vulnerable it was. What's going on, he asked. Where did Grandma get me out of school? I wanted to see you, she said. And the the way the morphine's been sending me off to cloud cuckoo land, I didn't know if I'd have the chance later. Connor crossed his arms tightly in front of himself. You're awake in the evening sometimes. You could have seen me tonight. He knew he was asking a question. He knew she knew it too. And so he knew when she spoke again that she was giving him an answer. I wanted to see you now, Connor, she said. Again, her voice was thick and her eyes were out wet. "'This is the talk, isn't it?' Connor said, far to, more sharply than he'd want to. "'This is... He didn't finish the sentence. Look at me, son,' she said, because he'd been staring at the door. Slowly, he looked back up at her and she was giving a super-tired smile and, she saw, and he saw how deeply pressed into her pillow she was she didn't even have the strength to raise her head. He realised that they had raised the bed because she wouldn't have been able to look at him otherwise. She took a deep breath to speak, which set her off into a a terrible, heavy-sounding coughing fit. It took a few long moments before she could finally talk again. I spoke to the doctor this morning. She said, your voice weak. The new treatment isn't working, Connor. The one from the tree. Yes. Connor frowned. How could it not be working? His mum swallowed. Things have moved just too fast. It was a faint help. And there's this, this infection. But how can it not be working? Connor asked again, almost like he was asking someone else. I know. His mum said, with a sad smile still there. Looking at that yew tree every day, it felt like I had a friend out there who'd help me if things go to the worst. Connor still had his arms crossed, but it didn't help. His mum shook her head slightly. She had a worried look on her face, and Connor understood that she was worried about him. So what happens now? Connor asked. What's the next treatment? She didn't answer, which was her answer in itself. I said it out loud, there isn't any more treatments. I'm sorry, son. His mum's had tears sneaking out of her eyes now, even though she'd kept up a smile. I've never been more sorry about anything in my life. Then I looked at the floor again. He felt like he couldn't breathe. like The nightmare of squeezing the breath right out of him. He said it would work, he said. almost was catching, I know you said. He believed in you believed it would work I know, you lied Connor said, looking back up at her, you've been lying this whole time, I did believe it would work probably what's kept me here so long Connor, believing it so you would his mother reached for his hand but he moved it away, you lied he said again, I think deep in your heart you always known his mother said, haven't you Connor didn't answer her. It's okay that you're angry, sweetheart. It really, really is. She gave a little laugh. I'm pretty angry too, to tell the truth. But I want you to hear... But I want you to know this, Connor. It's important that you listen to me. Are you listening? She reached out for him again. And for a second, he let her take his hand. But her grip was weak, so weak. You be angry as you need to be. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, not your grandma, not your dad, no one. And if you need to break things, then by God you break them, good and hard. He couldn't look at her, he just couldn't. And if one day, she said, really crying now, you look back and you feel bad for being so angry. If you feel bad for being angry at me, that you couldn't even speak to me. That you have to know, Connor. You have to know that it's okay. It's okay that I knew. I know. Okay? I know everything you need to tell me without you having to say it out loud, alright? He still couldn't look at her. He couldn't raise his head. And it felt so heavy. He bent in two like he was being torn right through the middle, but he nodded. He heard her sigh, a long, wheezy breath, and he could hear the relief in it, as well as the extortion. I'm sorry, son, she said. I'm going to need more painkillers. I let go of her hand, and she reached over and pressed the button on the machine the hospital had given her, which I'd... Administered the painkillers so strong she would never be able to stay awake after that she took them When she finished she took his hand again I wish I had a hundred years she said very quietly a hundred years I could give you give to you He didn't answer her a few seconds later the medicine sent hers to sleep but it didn't matter they'd had the talk there was nothing more to say Connor his grandmother said, poking her head in the door some time later. but I didn't know how long. I want to go home. He said quietly. Connor, my home. He said, raising his head. His eyes red with grief, with shame, with anger, the one with the truth. Uteri-